Welcome to Remembering Your Oneness with Zane Daniel and Monica Kupiak, where we know everything, and so do you. Hello. Hello. Hello, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking. It feels like it was two weeks ago that we did this the last time. Mm-hmm. Feels like it's been a while. It feels like it could. It feels like even a month or a year. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it yeah like it's, it's really strange. An eternity. <laughs> right. Normally, it's like, oh my gosh, we're back again. You know, it just had, and mm-hmm. and it's like it was that, way too soon to for us to do another one. But now it's right, like, yeah. where has the time gone? <laughs> yeah, it's the reverse this time. Uh, a year has has passed since the last time we did this, mm-hmm. and that year came in the form of seven days. <laughs> And, but I've done two videos. I've released two videos since the last one. So that's mm-hmm. part of it. For me, it's that. It's the fact that I drove here because now, you know, previously I was in San Francisco and now I'm in Portland, which is a 10 hour drive. You know, I've taken over a couple of days, big transition. I'm in a new place, like inside again. I'm not in the mm-hmm. van. So, you know, there are lots of things have happened for me, which normally you know, when there's lots of things happening, time goes faster. So I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm surprised for me. It felt like it was way too quick. Like, I, I don't even remember what I did on Monday or Tuesday. Like yesterday when I realized it was Wednesday, I was like, already? Like, yeah. How is right. this possible? <laughs> yeah. But yet it feels like we haven't done this in a long time. Mm -hmm. which also doesn't make sense. So Mm -hmm. our perception of time is continuing to warp and change. I mean, that is, that is part of the experience of moving into the fourth dimension because at, you know, the fifth dimension, there is no such thing as time, right? So there's, there's no, uh, everything happens simultaneously. uh, And we can kind of, from the fifth dimension, my, I feel like we can kind of like, pay attention to time if we want to, or we can avoid it completely if we want to. So we're still one foot in and one foot out. Um, so I think that this fourth dimensional time is, is one where it, it feels really warped and strange and, and you have no idea, <laughs> you have no idea what, what it's going to be. It's going to be hmm. fast or slow or any of that. It's an interesting That's, take on it. I didn't, yeah. um, never thought of, thought of, the concept of time playing with the dimensions. Oh my gosh. It massively. And like after the fifth, it doesn't exist at all. Like there's, there's mm-hmm. no understanding almost it's inaccessible uh, because you're looking at everything happening simultaneously. The infinite now is all that exists and you are in an infinite state where we're here in the third, the fourth and the fifth. We, we have an expiration date, right. In these incarnations, but higher than that, we don't. We're just there, you know, infinitely. Mm-hmm. And so the idea that, you know, has has humanity or will humanity make it to those higher dimensions? Yeah. Um, it, you know, the, 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 the majority of us in the light worker community believe that we uh, will for sure. And if that's true, then we've always been there. Because once we get to that higher dimension where there is no time, then... Mm-hmm. There is never a before and an after. And so we will, once we get there, we will have always been there. Mm-hmm. So it, what we're doing right now 
is we're revisiting the transition just so that we can experience that transition. Mm. Well, then do you think that the idea of um, procrastination comes in? Because <laughs> we, are, we are delaying our time to get there. <laughs> right, right. Oh man, yeah, procrastination is wow. <laughs> I can always count on you to bring in the, the segue into our topics. Uh, but that one is a hard one for me to wrap my head around at the moment. Like, can procrastination have anything at all to do with our perception of time? But but it is but procrastination requires a time element, right? Yeah. You, you're saying that I should or want to be doing something right now, mm-hmm. now. And I am choosing or finding it difficult to bring up the energy to do it right now. And Mm -hmm. so I choose not to do it right now. And the problem with procrastination, of course, is then we punish ourselves for not doing the thing that we want to be doing right now. That's that's really the worst part of it all. Because if, if you're okay with not doing it, then fine, relax, enjoy. But when you hate yourself essentially for not doing it, then you're not doing it and you're making yourself miserable about it. Yeah. It's almost like because we have this, you know, this time frame in a way that we know that there is an end. It's like we we prolong we prolong it by not doing what we're supposed to do in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, or even like if you say that in the other dimensions that there is no time, I wonder if procrastination even exists there is because you're really just living in the moment and you're just living in the present or you're just doing what you're supposed to do in a way. It's really yeah, fascinating. Right. Very fascinating yes. concept. Like to yeah. Think about. yeah, for sure. Yeah. For our poor little 3d minds, it's a little hard for us to understand but yeah, there would not be essentially procrastination when there is no time. Because um, when I, because even when I recall like doing ayahuasca or like DMT, like I don't remember ever like thinking like, oh, what's next or what's going to happen in a way. It was more of just really just feeling it or living it and just just being so total in it and it's not even having that idea of like oh wait i don't need this vision right now like let me just like postpone this like give me give me a couple seconds to comprehend this it was more of like it just kept going and going and going like obviously when i came back to my to my body i was like oh my god like don't give me another one but like once you're actually under the ayahuasca like or under the dmt it's like you you don't have that thinking mind anymore you don't have like doubt or you don't have the sense of wait just give you give me a moment to process this give me a couple days and i'll get back to it (laughs) (laughs) right yeah totally oh and onion man says hello and it's great now i know who onion man is and he's in my class (laughs) oh no way yeah yeah so it's wonderful to see onion man <clears throat> welcome put a face and, uh, do, do you see all your students it's a face like you see everyone or is it more yeah yeah a, yeah we yeah. do it in zoom so yeah so now i have a face to put with the name i yeah. don't but that's okay. no no it's all right <laughs> uh you should just come into my class <laughs> one time and say hello to everyone right like you should <laughs> yeah <laughs> his secret identity is revealed it's great <laughs> um yeah you should just come into my class and like hey everybody 
Just Zane this. talks about you, but I don't know any, any of you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That'd be fun. <clears throat> You'd be a guest, a guest uh, speaker in my, in my class. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so to go back to kind of like you were bringing in the DMT and ayahuasca aspects of time, it's really interesting because one of the things that I noticed um, when I was kind of dabbling with cannabis a few years ago, um, it, it was, I don't know if you've ever done this, but you can really have a time change or when you have, you know, a higher dose of cannabis, right? So mm-hmm. the, the, uh, the perception of time can really change. Things can slow way down and, like, okay, you know, you've watched a movie, right, while you're experiencing that. And there's maybe it's an older movie where the, the editing is different than when we do it now. Now, when there's editing in a movie, it's like one person talks, next person talks, next person talks. Like, there's no delay. But sometimes yeah. in older movies, there's this long delay between, you know, what are we going to do now? You know, and then someone says, I know, you know, and, and yeah. so, so th- during that gap of time between people speaking, if, if you have a higher dose of cannabis, you go, oh my gosh, <laughs> what's he going to say? What's happening here? And like, you can go through so many thoughts and so many predictions about what's happening. And then mm-hmm. the next person speaks and you're like, oh, that's what he said. Okay. Now, what? now what's going to happen? Right. And it can really, and, and I think that that's because. It seems like brain speed has increased. So you are able to process more thoughts. It's like when you're getting into an accident, right? So, you you know, here comes you're, you're realizing I am pushing on the brakes, but yeah. I'm not going to be able to stop because the, the road is wet and I'm continuing to slide. And boy, I sure hope I'm going to be able to stop. I'm continuing to press on the brake button. Oh, I wonder how badly I'm going to hit that car. Uh, hopefully everything's going to be okay. I hope nobody's mm-hmm. going to get hurt. Like you can go through all these thoughts and it's like that, right? Like you've, you've had a complete breakdown <laughs> of the entire situation. Um, you're, you're imagining your trip to the hospital. Like you can go through all this stuff and it happens in a, in a second. And that's how the brain, you know, in, can slow down time or interpret time. It's kind of amazing. Mm. Yeah, I'm actually not a fan of cannabis in a way. Um, I don't really do cannibalists. That. <laughs> You're so much not a fan of cannibalists. <laughs> all the cannibalists. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how to say it. I just call it weed. But uh, <laughs> I don't like. I'm just not a fan. I've done it a couple of times, but I never really like the feeling of it. I feel yeah, like it's weird. I feel like my intuition gets blocked and that's why I don't mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. I feel very like not myself and like other people have different yeah. reactions where like it actually calms them or it helps yeah. them a lot. But I feel like for me, it's, it's not, it's not really something I like to do. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I don't do it anymore. And uh, maybe every once in a great while, because one of the main reasons is because um, y- you know, the vibration, so mm-hmm. you don't, I don't drink because it lowers your vibration. I mean, again, I'll have a, a, a glass of yeah. something every once in a while, but, but generally I don't. Right. And the same thing is true of cannabis. Cannabis um, will actually raise your vibration if you, your vibration is lower than that of the plant, but it will lower your vibration if your vibration is higher than that of the plant. So once you get into like a very high vibrational state and you're talking to the extra dimensional collectives or whatever, then 
you know, you probably don't really want to do it all that much because it's going to pull you back down. Mm, maybe that's why, maybe that's what's been happening what happens to me it's been like i think over a year since i had like a little bit but even like one or two puffs i'm just like oh like i don't know it doesn't it like block i feel like it just blocks my channels and it's just like i I really just don't like it even with i mean alcohol like once in a while i'll have it too just to like let loose and like you know just like dance a little bit or something but um heavy drinking i got tired of that a long time ago yeah yeah i'm only 27 so (laughs) (laughs) right I feel like I lived I lived between my 20s and my 20 when I was 23 like that was right. like let me experience everything and see if I even like it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, totally. And uh so anyway, back to the this whole time thing and procrastination. So we both deal with procrastination. I know we've talked about this in the past. Yeah. And and so many people do. And I have a lot of people asking me about it generally, especially when they've been in my class for a little bit, they're getting over their negative entity attachments. They're feeling a whole heck of a lot better. And yet they're still finding that, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm still not really, you know, motivated to do a bunch of stuff. And yeah. so, you know, it, it is common. And, you know, I, as I said in, in the video, I, my happy place is accomplishing things. I know yours is too. Like you love to paint, right? And you love that experience, the moment of painting. Um, And I'm the same way. All the creative endeavors that I do, I love doing those things. Nonetheless, I will come to situations where I can't even do the thing that I love to do. I just am maybe burnt out of it. I'm sick of it. I just, Mm -hmm. and in, in those cases, most of the time, the only thing that I can really do is like wait it out um, in, in that very specific situation because I know I'll get back to it. Um, and so I know that this experience is temporary. So now maybe I can laze about a little bit, uh, watch some shows on Netflix or some documentaries yeah. or something like that, and that eventually it'll come back around. That's not yeah. usually the common experience that people who have procrastination issues run into Mm -hmm. they're more like i can't do anything i can't i can't do the laundry i can't do the i can't you know call my mom i can't i can't i can't do anything and that that is definitely a challenge and there are a number of different little tricks and techniques that i talk about in the video but Mm -hmm. you know all that said I still don't have like the magical solution. It, it, it is, yeah. it is one of those really challenging ones for many people. And there's some activations in that video that work on me, <laughs> which is kind of fun. Like I, I have to listen to my own activations, of course, because I'm listening to my video to make sure there's mm-hmm. no audio issues or whatever. And that one, this is the second video I've made like this. Um, I listened to my own activations last night. And I got up today like, yeah, I'm going to do a bunch of stuff today. Like I do, I feel it every time. Yeah. So, you know, not all the activations have that uh, much of an impact on me. They, you know what I mean? That's like this activation works for this person and this activation works for that person. Uh, For whatever reason, those activations really work on me. Mm -hmm. Um, 
just want to let you know when I yawn, I don't really yawn. I yawn, I've noticed, like, I get, like, information when I yawn. It's almost mm. like my form of, like, channeling. So Interesting, yeah. Just FYI. <laughs> I, sometimes I'm just, like, like trying not to yawn because, like, I'm getting, like, information and, and I'm just like, oh, God, like, it looks like I'm, like, being bored or something. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, cool. That is really but good to know, actually. I noticed, <laughs> but I noticed this this past, like, two weeks, I was like, why do I yawn? Like, whenever I, like, give someone, like, energy healing, I'm like, I, like, literally hear a voice voice and it's just like blah, blah, blah. so um interesting that's cool yeah, so i'm not apologizing but i'm just giving you a heads up in case you're like why is she yawning like apology so not accepted monica <laughs> apology not accepted no that's yeah. great that's cool uh anyways um i feel like there's like different forms of procrastination because like i had a very long week this, like this past week because i had an event and on Saturday after the event, I was just so tired from it. And like, I had other things I needed to keep doing, like stuff for my website and just stuff for yeah. like this next upcoming week. But my body was like, no, <clears throat> no. And it like found like a, this new show on like Netflix, this like show on Netflix. It was called Shadow Bone. I don't know if you've heard of it, mm-hmm. but it was very interesting about like, um, just it was it was like two societies of like people that are normal and people that have like kind of like uh, healing powers. And like, they were like more like um, people were trying to like kill them because you, you don't want witches essentially. Right. Right. Of course. But there was fear. Huge, fear. Yeah, fear and stuff. But like, there's this huge yeah. like dark cloud. And so one of the characters, she, she, she's like called like the sun summoner or something like that. So she can summon light from her, from her, from her power. And I got so into the show. So like I binged it within like Saturday and Sunday, but I feel like my body just needed it just to like, just to like calm down from all of the hectic stuff that I was doing. It wanted to catch up like my sleep wanted to catch up. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's like different forms of procrastination. It like depends, it varies. But then when you have people that say like, Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. I feel like there's still like, there's a deeper underlining like factor other than calling it procrastination. And I wouldn't even call it. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't even call it laziness either. I feel like there's definitely like a, like a, like a sadness or like, something Mm -hmm. within that's not allowing you to to move forward or to do your normal like habits in a way but i feel like it's still like a phase that you should be aware of and that you should be learn to just accept and be okay with it because it could just be Mm -hmm. you know making you have your little epiphany or have your little moment of or spark of moment when it comes yeah, you know, what you're saying is totally right. And it's something I teach all the time to my my students. And that is that when you're having a, a problem, whether whatever it is, maybe you're in a state of loneliness or you're in a state of um, anxiety or whatever, and then you have frustration over loneliness or frustration mm-hmm. over anxiety in this case what you just said is essentially you maybe be frustration over procrastination right and so now you're not helping yourself you're just making it worse because you already are procrastinating and then you're frustrated over the fact that you're procrastinating so the mm-hmm. first thing to do is of course like you said accept that yes i'm in a state of procrastination i feel unmotivated so but that's okay i accept that i feel that way it's normal for humans to feel this way i am no you know i i'm not some sort of aberration lots of people experience this 
and and that's fine. And then, you know, and I do the walking up the chart technique because the next one is optimism. I am optimistic that this is going to pass. You know, I'm sure it will. I'm not going to be like this for the rest of my life. Um, and then you can be excited over, oh, boy, one day I am going to be motivated again. That'll be fun. That'll be exciting. I look forward to that day. And maybe you can move into gratitude and say, oh, I'm grateful that, that I'm having this kind of um, procrastination, lazy experience because maybe I work too hard or maybe I deserve a break or maybe this is a great lesson for me to, to learn patience or, mm-hmm. you know, on and on. So all these sorts of things really contribute to um, being able to handle really any situation. We just use the example of procrastination. Yeah. I, I mean, I even had it too this past like couple months where like, I like couldn't even like, I used to run like quite regularly and I liked it, but then for some time, like I stopped, I stopped maybe for a solid, maybe two or three months and I couldn't wrap my head around to like, why did I stop? Like, why, why didn't I want to do it? Cause I was I was like painting a lot and just so immersed in that, but I kind of like forgot about myself. And then eventually I like finally went for a run and just felt so good. And it's like, all I needed was just that one moment to like remind me of like, Oh, like this actually makes me feel really good. And like, I needed to take that break, you know, it was a good solid two to three months. But in that moment, like I returned back to the present stage and it filled me up even more than if I had been doing it regularly. So even like, procrastination is almost like a healing tool because there's something to be learned from it or something to experience in order to, you know, move forward in, you know, evolving as, as a person. Yeah. Or then it's, or you could just gain like a new appreciation for the things. Like if you didn't do your laundry for a solid two weeks, then you're going to be like, Oh, folding laundry is so cool. I love the scent from washing my clothes. And then you're just going to get reminded to do it more regularly because it's something that, you know, gives you that warm, fuzzy feeling inside. Right. Yeah. I really like that because you get, you get so used to doing something. It's becomes old hat. It's normal. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing the laundry. Okay. And then you go, F this, I don't want to do the laundry anymore. And you don't do it for a couple of weeks and then you come back to it and you're like, oh, right. You know, there are actually benefits to this, but I just got so used to it. I didn't even think about that anymore. So you need that contrast. And that's true for so many different things. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I talk about in the video too is ADD. Because thanks to modern medicine, we have started to diagnose ADD over the last 20 or 30 years. When I was a kid, that did not exist yet. And, and so as a kid, who, you know, who are the kids that get diagnosed with ADD? The ones that can't pay attention in school or that can't do their homework, don't, don't feel motivated to do their homework, right? Well, that's a lot of people. We don't want to do that. <laughs> we don't want to pay attention. We don't want to do our homework. That was always the case in my class. Mm-hmm. And and so what that is, I feel like, is it's an indication that you're not doing your life's purpose. You're not doing the thing that you're really here to do. You are forcing yourself or trying to force yourself to do something that is outside of your highest excitement that is outside of your synchronistic path. So mm-hmm. when I work with people that say, hey, I've got ADD, ADD, can you get rid of it for me? I go, mm-hmm. well, no, it's actually something that you, you're you supposed to have <laughs> and it's not a disease. It mm-hmm. is an indication and you can use it to help guide you. 
And then, and oh, and oh, look at me. I'm transitioning to the other topic, um, which was how to make a difficult decision. And that is very simple and, and basic, right? And that is simply, imagine that you could clone yourself. Mm. One version of you does one option on your decision tree. And the other version of you does the other option on your decision tree. Let's say you're about to move to a new state or you're trying to decide if you should take a new job or whatever. And you're like, oh, I don't know if I should leave this job or if I should stay at this job, right? So you clone yourself and one version of you does one and one version of you does the other. Then the question is simply, which one would you be most jealous of? Mm Mm-hmm. And that helps you realize where your true passion lives because sometimes we're not sure and we're, we're distracted by responsibility. Well, I shouldn't lose my current job. I mean, I've worked here for a while. I have a great uh, um, boss. I have a great set setup. You know, I, maybe I'm not as motivated as I was before, but Mm -hmm. it's good money. It's going to pay my bills. It's going to help my kids. It's going to, you know, whatever your reasoning is, but it's not your true passion. And your passion is your guidance system to a synchronistic life. Yeah, that's good. Uh, like, I like the whole, I think I've, you've told me that one too, about the envisioning two, two of yourselves and being jealous mm-hmm. of, of the other. I've definitely used, used that tactic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've definitely not, not followed through with the one that I was jealous with. Uh, but I feel like it's like almost not like paradoxical, but like any decision that you make is going to be the right one. And it yeah. shouldn't, you shouldn't be too involved with the, with what the future will bring, but really right. just, just noticing how you are in the present state. Like if you're unhappy, then what's one thing that you can do today to maybe, you know, shift yourself. And um, I've been teaching meditations regularly now. And one of the main things that I do is tell people to like first find your happy place. And once you can be there where you feel safe and secure, like notice how you feel then. And like when something is troubling you during your day, you can, you know, you can go there to that same spot too in your mind. Cause I think like your mind doesn't know the difference between what's actually happening, what's happening in your mind. Um, it's the same thing with when you're right. When you're doing like the affirmations of like, you know, raising your vibration, mm-hmm. I feel like it's the same tactic of just going into your happy place. And once you're there more and more, you're going to realize that where you're at in the present state isn't isn't really making you happy. So then following through with making those little tiny changes to get yourself there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and I like that you said that that every decision that you make is going to be the right one. You know, that's that that's that true perfection um, that mm-hmm. I talked about and we talked about a little bit last week um, is that every decision that you make will always get you to where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And if, if that is the case, then the method for choosing should be what's the one that makes you the happiest. What's, mm-hmm. what's the one is that is your passion and that technique of being able to, you know, choose based on, Oh, that's the one I'd be most jealous of. So I should just go do that is even more um, buoyed by what you just said, by the idea that, yeah, everything you do is is the right one. And so mm-hmm. it goes back to our little tagline that you know everything, right? You already know everything. You have access to all that knowledge. So you can't do anything wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's also just like 
building that trust within yourself that you're going to make the right decision or because you chose to do this, there's always going to be something that comes out of it, whether it's that you're supposed to meet someone or that, you know, it's going to take you to the next level of your career, but there's always a silver, I wouldn't call it a silver lining, but there's always a good thing in the decision that you make, even if it is something completely negative or even if it's completely, you know, out of your control. Um, but there's there's always something because your intuition is always guiding you, even if even if it is so the so called wrong decision. Like oh, like it's easy to say that term. Like oh, I should have tried that or I should have done that. But yeah. that's just you know that's just like your ego telling you like you've done something wrong. But really, your intuition is like in the back of your head. Be like no, 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 you're doing right because I'm going to mm-hmm. steer you in a different way and to get you to the point that you were supposed to be. So it's almost like this beautiful like game or this beautiful like labyrinth that you're trying to get out of but really it's just enjoying the process instead of being like burdened feeling guilty about it within right. yourself imagine that you really truly walked around knowing i mean truly deeply knowing that every decision that you make is the right one like imagine what that would feel like. It would feel so freeing. It would feel so empowering. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, to, to just know that, to absolutely know, because right now we're saying it, right? And it's like, yeah, they're saying things I like to hear, you know, so, somebody watching, right? They're saying things that I like to hear. I hope they're right. It would be nice if they were right. I don't know for sure if they're right, but it sounds yeah. so great, right? No, 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 none of that. You know for absolute fact that every decision that you make will change your life in a fantastic way. It'll be beautiful. It'll be perfect. It'll be right. Yeah. What what a wonderful life that would be. Mm-hmm. So just live that. You can do that right now. You can mm-hmm. walk around knowing that everything you do is the right answer, is the right choice. So just do it. Are we ending the podcast early? <laughs> yep. And we're out. Dropping mic. Boom. <laughs> so what was your second video about? Because uh, you said you... you I just talked me. about it. It was the decision, oh. making a difficult decision. Because oh, I've never made a video about that. You know, we've talked mm-hmm. about it on here. And I talk about it to people all the time. But I realized, oh, that would be kind of a fun... One. It was super short, you know, because it's like... Imagine you can clone yourself. You know, It's really easy. Oh, it was about that. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was so why I was you, saying that I did that transition to get to it. Yeah. Oh, because well, I, I didn't know the second topic, so I didn't catch <laughs> Oh, oh, I thought you did. Okay, that's right. No, you didn't. I, now I remember that. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> I think I, I should just stick with the transition making since I know. <laughs> I'm aware of that one oh, topic. Oh, I, I see. I'm being I'm being ousted from the tra- the segue person. My one attempt was a fail. <laughs> yeah, because it didn't work. It didn't work. I didn't. I didn't catch on. Um, but nice try. Good try. Um, <laughs> Thanks. So, do you use that cloning thing often on yourself, or is that something that you just kind of do second nature? Or yeah, it's more second nature now. I don't have to now. do it very often. Um, I, I'm sure I do it on occasion, but. Yeah, yeah, because I, I pretty much just follow my excitement because I have lots of decisions that I make all the time that are fairly large because mm-hmm. I'm traveling 
all the time, right? Like, yeah. oh, where do I want to go? Well, do I want to go over here or do I want to go over there? Do I want to visit this person or do I want to visit that person? Mm -hmm. And then I'm just following my highest excitement with that. Mm -hmm. So did you go sightseeing? Did you see anything interesting or have any like relevation? What are they called? Revelations while you were driving? Uh, this time coming up here? No, I pretty much just came straight up here because I didn't have as much time to dilly dally as I did from LA to San Francisco. Um, but, but I've already, you know, gotten to drive around a little bit. I've already crossed over the border to Washington because I didn't realize that Portland was right on the border of, of mm -hmm. Oregon and Washington, Washington. So I jumped over there yesterday and filmed another video that'll come out next week in front of a waterfall, assuming the audio oh, turned out. Okay. We'll see if it did. If it's just like, <laughs> like blah, 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 blah. Well, I haven't listened to the audio yet to see if you can even hear me, but hopefully it's good. <laughs> She'll be entertaining. I'll make sure to watch that one. If you, post yeah, it. yeah. Oh, and, and, uh, the, my roommate who I'm staying with right now, she went with me and, she had a cam an extra camera. So she oh. did like moving around and looking at the waterfall mm -hmm. and looking at me all at the same time. So I can cut to other shots. So oh, it'll sweet. be more of an interesting video potentially. Mm -hmm. Could be more, more engaging or more visually pleasing. Right. Um, keeping everybody active. Look looking at camera. <laughs> Hello. Listen to me. <laughs> Oh, clearly you didn't procrastinate with with um, with making more videos. No, it's Wednesday is video making day, and I don't I don't set up any appointments or absolutely anything. And that's you know one of those things. If you can, let's say you don't already have a schedule in your life, right? Mm -hmm. And you've got because especially because of COVID, a lot of people don't now. Like they don't have to work, you know, the same schedule nine to five every Monday through Friday. So if you've got the, uh, the freedom or the ability to do anything you want on any particular day, then, then creating a schedule does really help because, you know, my video releases are on Thursday. So mm -hmm. Wednesday is video day. And since I try to go to into nature and take shots that are interesting, I get this, to spend the day exploring, or whatever, um, thinking about what my topics are going to be, going to different locations and filming them. And so every Wednesday is fun day for me now. It's like, yay, I get to go exploring in nature and make my video. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I first started doing it and I was just sitting, standing in a room taking video of myself, I was like, Blech, you know, I don't yeah. want to do this. I'm bored. So, I've, you know, that's another aspect, too, is to make the thing that you don't want to do more fun somehow. Mm -hmm. And that, that is actually easier than you might think. So when you, cause you're, cause I saw you did one by the ocean and now you did one by the waterfall and like, I know you always do it in a, you had a few in the desert too. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that, you know, you make up your content at home and then you go film it? Do you feel it ever changes because you step into nature and maybe a new idea comes through? So my, my process has changed quite a bit. So if mm -hmm. you were to watch some of my older videos, um, it was all pre-written. And so mm -hmm. I was kind of reciting and remembering what I had written. Sometimes I'd even read it if I was yeah. just narrating. Now I go into the spot just with a general idea of what the topic's going to be and start mm -hmm. talking. So now, yes, I do feel like 
the the, the environment changes what I'm going to say um, mm-hmm. way more than it used to. Whereas, you know, I would have it all printed out and I'd even like stick it on the tripod on the camera and try mm-hmm. to, you know, read like, what am I saying next? All oh, right. You know, the, so I've really loosened up with all of that. And that, that comes with practice. You know, I've been doing these for over a year now. Yeah. And then since I'm like more connected with the ocean or at least I feel like can channel better when I'm near the ocean, do you, do you have a certain area in nature that helps you or that you feel more connected with than the other? Oh, that's interesting. I haven't noticed that. No, I think they're Mm -hmm. all kind of amazing and unique in their own ways. And yeah, I, I get a lot more, um, interaction with animals <laughs> I, I find uh, because I'm in these nature places. And then all of yeah. a sudden, like there was one, you know, sometimes I try to put those in like the outtakes because I had one where a roadrunner like jumped out at me and it went flapping and I, it was right behind me. And I, so I put that, it was one of the negative entity attachment videos. I put it <laughs> at the very end. And, yeah. It was like a negative roadrunner attachment. Um, and anyway, uh, there, there was one where I was, I think I was doing, you know, I do my thumbnails and my thumbnails are all goofy and weird. And yeah. I, you know, do funny stuff with that. Uh, there was one, I was in the desert on a mountain and I was doing something with, you know, doing this. And I heard this giant insect. I mean, it was, it was the loudest, craziest, giantest insect I'd ever heard. And it came right up to me. And it scared me enough that, you know, I'm doing this that I went like, oh, my gosh, like (laughs) put my arm down. Well, I hit it like when I put my arm down and I looked and it but it kept flying. It left. It was a hummingbird. It was not an insect if you've ever been close enough to a hummingbird, it Mm -hmm. sounds like a helicopter. Like it is because those wings are beating so fast and they're fairly large compared to an insect right Mm -hmm. so poor hummingbird i like whacked him over the head with my arms and i was wearing an orange jacket my orange jacket oh that's it was i thought i was a giant flower (laughs) like (laughs) come come get my nectar (laughs) um do you ever look do you ever like at like after that happens you ask that animal like what it was what it why it why it showed up or like the meaning behind it, or do you go look up the meaning behind that bird or the animal that pops up? (laughs) No, no, (laughs) no to all that. (laughs) Why not? Well, okay. So I, I spent most of my life as a science believer, right? I was Uh, not into the spiritual world at all. And, you know, I was raised by scientists. I always like to say that. Right. And so I, I did not think of symbolism. I just saw things as coincidence, right? And so it wasn't until I had my ayahuasca experience, not there really that long ago, like, you know, less than 10 years ago, that it opened me up to the idea of all this. So it doesn't, I don't default to thinking that way, right? Mm -hmm. I'm still defaulting to thinking the old way. Oh, that was just a hummingbird that would thought that I was a flower. Yep, you know, moving on. Right. But Mm -hmm. you're right. It could be that there is there is more symbolism there. And I often just forget to to look into it. Oh, yeah. No, that's like I I think I'm just really connected with animals. And I always like if I see something new or like if like an animal pops up on like my Instagram or something like, oh, why are you here? Like, what are you going to tell me? (laughs) Yeah, I really like that. I do really 
in my dreams too it's like whenever i have an animal i i'll usually like try to like look look it up or i'll even ask it when i when i wake up i'm like why were you here mm-hmm. yeah no i really do like that and and it, it it you know you look it up and it turns out that it's about procrastination you know like it can be about the thing that you're mm-hmm. dealing with at that time yeah. and so it, it gives you extra insight as to because then maybe it's it gives you some uh like some advice you know mm-hmm. in the thing or you can infer some advice from it and it can change your life and so for those that are watching that definitely believe in all of that then it is an absolute synchronistic experience if there's anybody who's watching who doesn't believe in that, it doesn't matter because it still brings you something that mm-hmm. you can use to better your life. And the most important part was that it brought you back to the present state because that humming, maybe you were thinking about something, maybe you were doing something so immersed that you kind of like forgot about your surroundings. But this hummingbird or this, what was the? The roadrunner. The roadrunner, like you have things like, coming at you maybe because they're just trying to like shake you up or like come back to the present state Um, but either way like there's there's definitely like that's a huge message a roadrunner like (laughs) i know well but i mean i was in albuquerque and i was seeing them all the time so they were very commonplace but yeah it was super unique and from thinking of like the 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 looney tunes of like the the tasmanian yeah exactly yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Wiley Coyote chasing the Roadrunner. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I was in, yeah. Good old Albuquerque. Yeah, it's kind of funny because, you know, I, you probably watched the Bugs Bunny cartoons, right? Yeah. He would say, I made a left turn at Albuquerque, right? Oh, that was one of his weird things that he said, like, mm-hmm. Albuquerque, like he would say it like that every time. And then and then there's Roadrunner. So I'm like, okay, so whoever wrote the those cartoons must have lived in Albuquerque as oh. part of their... You know, and so they're pulling from those Elements, situations. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, usually, like all comedians, they <laughs> do pull from their own life, so it's like that's what makes it relatable and and funny. Yeah, yeah. most certainly. Hmm. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so there was something that you were talking about that was really good. Uh, oh, oh, right. So there is this video, the, this um, YouTube video, but it's a, it was a um, oh, Comedy Central um, mm-hmm. skit. And it was by, it's by this guy who does music videos. And so he sings and he does all this stuff. And this is already like nine or ten years old, maybe eight or nine years old. Mm-hmm. This Comedy Central YouTube video. And it's, it's about um, a guy who... Uh, spills like monster energy drink on his on his laptop and he ruins it but but because of these weird things that happen to him the the laptop um hits singularity it becomes self-aware and that's the that's the title my laptop has become self-aware and about you know halfway through this video now this video mainstream right millions and millions of people and people have watched this yeah it was on Comedy Central. <clears throat> Halfway through, he, the guy the the guy does DMT, and then the Anunnaki come, and he has this interaction with the Anunnaki from another dimension. And uh, I just was reminded of this yesterday, and I showed it to uh, my friend here, and 
it's just one of those things that we're still seeing, we're starting to see more and more of this spiritual world entering into mainstream. And that was just, you know, one of the, of the many. And that's exciting, right? Like we can really sink our teeth into that and go, Ooh, you know, we're seeing a lot of great stuff happening more and more now. And I think there's more. Um, and I was trying to remember there's a, there's a show that was popular a couple of years ago um, called new Amsterdam. I don't know if you heard about it, it was on a major network and it was a, it was about a, um, a, a hospital that was taken over by a guy kind of was the wrong guy to be the general manager of the hospital. Mm-hmm. And he was just like a surgeon and he got thrust into this role that it wasn't quite right for him, but he went around and he like fired the whole cardiology department on his first day because he determined that they were uh, scheduling unnecessary surgeries. And so he was doing, he, he was recognizing and realizing that, you know, our hospital system, our, our medical system is just about making money as opposed to actually helping people. Mm. And that, you know, so, and so, you know, throughout the show, he did all kinds of things that were very against the, the pharmaceutical industry and the, the me- medical community. And so, you know, more and more like enlightenment is showing up in entertainment and mm-hmm. that is extremely exciting. And there, like I said, there's more and more that that's happening all the time. Yeah, I really, I really like the shift in that because even like the show that I was just binging, like it had a lot of good messages. And I feel like the more things I kind of pick, maybe because I'm just energetically picking them, like it's like unintentionally that it's going to be something good, but it turns out to be like something really like you know, eye opening or just like oh, I needed to hear this 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 <clears throat> little line. Like yeah. in the show that I was watching, like the girl was tr- was like beginning to develop her power, and like the lady that she was seeing to help that was going to help her, she was like, "Come back when you're like more ready, or when you ex- finally accept that you have this power." Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "Oh my god!" Like that makes so much sense. Like I just need to accept myself that I have this power within right. me, and, <laughs> and then it's just going to get even bigger and stronger. And like all I have to do is just accept that that it, that that this is me. And it's like crazy how like just this one line like gave me so much more like motivation i guess in a way or just more like yeah i do need to own up to myself or i do need to like you know talk about like this energy stuff that i'm working with or when i'm painting because it's like truly beautiful and truly remarkable but the more i hide it or the more i don't talk about it then other people aren't gonna know and i feel like that's maybe what a lot of these like producers or movie people are are leaning more towards because they're trying to show people more than what the news is 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 giving people which Mm -hmm. is that fear base but i feel like a lot of these shows are just trying to help you just open your mind or help you question what's actually really happening even that hospital thing like a lot of people probably never knew that you know the hospitals are just you know taking money from you right um versus trying to help you right so like that could have helped whoever was watching it, but they're reaching millions of people. And if it just takes one person to spark an idea to, to whatever, I feel like that show did enough because it helped that one, one person. Right. It's helping, especially the younger generation, because if they're tuning into it, they're Mm going to be the hospital general managers in the future, and they're going to be the CEOs of the future. And so they're going to, carry this with them. And there was a, mm-hmm. there was a wonderful um, Disney movie that, uh, and Pixar Disney movie that 
my friend here who just introduced me to uh, yesterday or the day before, and it's called Soul S O U L, and and it's it's about a disembodied soul who's trying to figure out how to get back to his body, and he was a he was a um, blues musician, so that's why Soul you know had the mm. double meaning thing going on, right? Mm -hmm. And, and so it was really, it was really great because it introduced, I, I mean, there were some kind of weirdnesses about the way that the post-life experience worked, but, yeah. but it was still really great because, you know, it, it helped. The main message was live in the moment and enjoy everything exactly as it is. So, you know, some really great stuff really continues to, to come out. And I think mm -hmm. more and more of that is going to be true. And, I, I might have mentioned this before, but there is a friend of mine who wrote a nonfiction book and she uh, took it to a um, like a, a, not an editor, but a uh, but an agent. And, and she mm -hmm. read the, the book and said, oh, it's fantastic. It's wonderful. Uh, the problem is it's not a spiritual book. And the reason that that's a problem is because nonfiction books, the only ones that are selling right now are spiritual. So, wow, you know, that's quite the transformation. Like that was not the case, not that long ago, like a couple of years ago, that was not the case. So we're mm -hmm. really seeing a huge transition happening. Yeah, it's great. It's really great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was into, I think like spiritual books were like the only ones that I actually really got into. It was dragon books for me and spiritual books. And I hated reading, but something about just reading other people's journeys with spirituality was just very fascinating for me. It was almost like I was looking for just like clues or ways to relate to, to others in a different, in that, in that sense for me. And that was when I was like 16, 17, I was reading those. Mm -hmm. What did you say was the first type? Did you say dragon? Dragons? Yeah. Um, I only read dragon books when I was like, yeah. What's what I mean, I don't even actually know what a dragon book is. I have an idea, but I've never heard of dragon books like said like that. Um, there's like Aragon. You heard of Aragon? It was like a trilogy yeah. of like dragons. It was just like a dragon kingdom. Um, Were all then, the characters actually dragons? No, no, it's a human. And then they have their own dragon type of thing. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Or yeah. it's just like a storyline where there's like dragons essentially. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Interesting. What 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 attracted you to that, do you think? I I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. And it's interesting because I did one of those uh, energy portraits on myself and I saw a dragon. So maybe there's there's uh -huh. a symbolism where I can draw in like dragon energy or or maybe like they're trying to communicate with me. So Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember when I was first kind of learning about all the different um, spirit guides and, that you can have, and I ran into a person who was going through their guides. They knew who they all were, and then they mm -hmm. hit Merlin, and I was like, mm -hmm. Merlin, right? Merlin is a fictional yeah. character, right? Like, why? How could you have Merlin as your spirit guide? Mm -hmm. And I still don't totally know the answer to that. But I thought that it was interesting and, and other people have mentioned that they work with dragons for sure. Like that, that is a, a common energy type or a common yeah. um, spirit guide type. Mm -hmm. What are your, do you have some thoughts on that? 
Uh, well, there was my friend sent me a, this huge website where this lady has like tons of activations of like different sp- like guides, and there was a big section about dragons. But she advised to like pick one that I normally don't like that I normally wouldn't just pick just oh this is so cool because I totally would have picked a dragon one but because I'm so into them like she thinks that I already have that within me that I wouldn't really yeah. need to get the activation for and oh, I'm working yeah and I'm working on another painting where I'm like asking the energy that I'm working with like what it is and like it's helping me form like an abstract form and I totally felt tons of dragons like in it and then what I want to do next is actually like start like channeling and like writing down what the painting means and what the energy of that painting is because it could be something really healing for for a certain someone or maybe i'm channeling like a kingdom or like a a certain different species uh so i'm like curious to how this like it's more of like really creating like freedom within my creativity of like just really flowing in the moment versus like oh i need to draw this wave like let me just like perfect this wave but actually just flowing with the flowing with the moment in a way. Okay. Yeah. And then it just kind of hit me too, that, that there is this truth. And that truth is that if you can think of it, it exists. Like Mm -hmm. everything exists in some form or another, there might be an alternative earth because there's, you know, an unlimited number of earths and Mm -hmm. there's on some earths, there are no mosquitoes, uh, on, which I wish we would have incarnated into. Yeah. Um, but then, then there's some earths that have already been essentially, you know, wiped out through nuclear war or whatever. So everything exists. So yes, Merlin is a fictional character, but we came up with it. We thought of it. So it mm-hmm. exists. Um, oh, I always feel that whoever wrote it was definitely like tapping into something where they definitely got the messages or they had a dream about it and they followed through with it. I think that's why I was so drawn to like Avatar or to like other like sci-fi movies. I, I was really always into sci-fi things because I was just so intrigued by someone's creativity to come up with this. Mm-hmm. And you just can't make up a whole like language or a whole different dimension just by yourself. There had to be another force to have helped that person. And even if they weren't aware of it, like how much it has impacted everybody else or how I can feel it or how you can feel it through these different shows or just different scripts of people. Um, so it's definitely like a spirit or your, or even our own intuition channeling through to, for us to experience it. And I always say that your intuition talks to you in music lyrics or in these movie scripts, because it's just the way that you can comprehend right now. Like maybe later down the line, she'll start giving you messages on your own, but right now you just need to hear it in a physical like 3d form which is a movie or a music lyric or through a conversation with someone um so there's always again that perfect decision of of making because you turn on this show or you turn on this movie or you were you were so gravitated to this Mm -hmm. person to have this conversation is because there was that that's that spark to your next Mm -hmm. moment right yeah. And, you know, I'm, uh, of course, writing a comic book that I'm getting turned into a TV series. And it is mm-hmm. all about the this, this topic, but it's also um, written for the masses. So it's not mm-hmm. necessarily spiritually laden. Um, anybody could find it entertaining. So um, I find that I watch an awful lot of fiction that is based on 
some of the concepts that I'm doing and I don't even know it when I, when I watch it, like at first mm-hmm. I'm just like, Oh, that seems cool. And then halfway through I go, Oh, <laughs> this is why I'm watching this. This is, has mm-hmm. this element and that element. Oh, and I'm going to, I like even to the point where it's like, Oh, I like that camera shot, you know, cause I mm-hmm. think of it from a creation standpoint, I go, Oh, yeah. that would be a great way to get this part across in my book. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they just did that. So there's so many different reasons and you just have to be open to the, to the possibility of what those reasons might be instead of just being like, Oh, I'm just, I'm being lazy and I'm just watching entertainment because I can't get motivated to do the thing that I should be doing. Look mm-hmm. at all that judgment in that sentence, right? Yeah. Total judgment instead of enjoying the thing that you have chosen to do instead of the thing that you should do. Mm-hmm. And what kind of amazing thing are you getting out of it? Mm-hmm. Totally. And it's, it is the, 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 the judgment part that you just need to get over with, because again, you said you chose this. So how to enjoy it even more fully. And it could be just as simple as like seeing that one camera angle of like, Oh, I didn't know you can make a transition like that. Mm-hmm. That just helps spark you to your next moment because you needed to see this show in order to, mm-hmm. to use it, to use that same type of energy that they've created. It has reciprocated to you. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. It's so, awesome. <laughs> so procrastination is judgment. I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it isn't because I pro- let's say I procrastinated to watch the show, but this show actually taught me something that I needed to do in order right. to finish my pro- no, thing that I was right. procrastinating. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. I'm just saying that, that, that procrastinating, looking at yourself and saying that I am procrastinating is a judgment. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I mean. So, mm-hmm. so that any choice, anytime you're, you're like, Oh, I, I hate the fact that I procrastinate so much. Obviously, mm-hmm. you hate the fact as a judgment, but then the word procrastinate is essentially progra- you are judging that that you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And you know, who are you to say that? You know, which part of your brain is saying that? Is it your um uh the the <laughs> the just again? I'm bringing it back to our show, which is you know everything. It's not the you know everything part. It's the, it's the part where you're like, you know, thinking that you're not good enough or that things aren't good enough or that, you know, so on. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, exactly. I had something to say, but it just like, I know. That's why I kind of stopped. Like, Cause I was like, my, Oh, she's, she's about to say something. I, I want to hear what it is. Oh, sorry. uh, but no. Oh yeah. So it's like when you fully surrender to accepting the procrastination, I think that's when the messages happen to what it is that you're doing. Because I think like in the beginning, when I was starting to watch the, sh- the show on Saturday, I was like, why am I watching the show? I have so much to do. But when I like surrendered and I'm like, no, I'm going to, I need to relax. I need to accept that I'm done doing this. That's when like this show just got so much more interesting. And like all these messages started to come through for me. And, and then as I was watching the show, so it's like that moment, moment of surrender in your procrastination is when you start seeing that like life changing, I guess, object or thing or sensation. I think it's more of a sensation. Mm -hmm. It's like a breakthrough. You start to have your breakthrough in the procrastination once you surrender to it. Right. (laughs) Yes. I I gotta make another video now. It's gotta, it's gotta be, cause it was this video that I made is all about 
overcoming procrastination, right? Mm. But maybe it, it, I need one that is one to accept accepting procrastination. <laughs> Yeah. You can uh, you can credit you can credit your co-host for that for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, it was a good it was a good teamwork effort. You uh, yeah. but you definitely like you know uh, gave me some sparks, so that's good. See, maybe the show is it's not necessarily a procrastination from our day, but <laughs> it's to <laughs> give us light for what we're supposed to do. <laughs> no, that transition didn't work as well, Monica, but but I appreciate the effort. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're almost out of time here. So we are. Yeah. We so, did so great today in talking. Yes, we did. We did great today in talking and uh, you, you had asked me um, how you can get to my um, free workshop on mm-hmm. negative entities. So there it is. I just set, sent it out to everybody that begins in an hour. So if anybody would like to, uh, to uh, attend, you certainly mm-hmm. can just sign up there. And what do you okay. got going on? Um, you got your, your meditation thing going on, right? Oh, yeah. I have my free meditation tonight, and then it starts up again next week. Um, and then I'm fi- today's finally my painting day because I haven't painted since, like, last week. Oh, so wow. I finally get That's to. That's why it seemed like so long for you since the last time we Maybe. Talked. It could be. Huh. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been lacking something that I absolutely love to do. Well, how can people attend your um, meditation? What's the link for that? Uh, so that's the Island Awakening Ohana group. I don't think there's a specific link, but if you just Google on Facebook, Island Awakening Ohana, O-H-A-N-A. Um, then it'll O-H-A-N-A. Pop up. Okay, cool. Yeah, there you go, Facebook group. So that one, I go live three times a week. I might be changing it because I think I have something coming up on uh, Thursday evenings. Um, But definitely on Mondays at 8 a.m. Hawaii time and then Wednesdays at 2.30 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. And then maybe once in a while I'll do another one. You you have your your state has its own time zone. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Hawaii Standard Time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, it would be fun if my state did, but I don't have a state. You haven't picked <laughs> one yet. That's why. <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's true. I didn't All know. Right, so maybe... Alaska has their own time zone too, and I didn't. know Oh, that. do they? Oh, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, because it's not. It, it seems like that it's closer to Hawaii, but it's not. I think mm-hmm. you know, it's like back. It's like an hour off from me or something like that. Oh, is it an hour? Yeah, I think it's an hour off from me or something. Yeah. But I was like, "Mm, there's still more things that I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. There's more things that you don't know. Oh, man. That means you you have to learn. You have to keep learning. Ah, what a pain (laughs) in the ass. I'm going to procrastinate learning more for sure. Okay. Okay. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. Aloha. Bye, everyone.